There was a young boy. He had no father or mother. He was all alone in the world. And this rich man agreed to adopt him and take him in. But unfortunately, this man was wicked. Instead of giving him a nice bedroom with his other children, he made him sleep in the barn with the animals. He wasn't allowed to go to school. He wasn't allowed to have any fun. He had to stay away from everyone else, clean up after them, wash the bathroom floors. And this boy went through such tremendous suffering. Now, this boy remembered that when he was young, he would go to his, with his parents to shul on Yom Kippur. And he remembered how his father would cry. And he just wanted to go back and re-experience that, to connect to his father. But unfortunately, his boss or his stepfather said, you're not going anywhere. Somebody has to clean the dishes after we finish eating, preparing for our fast. Somebody has to clean the barn. You're staying here. We're going to shul. And it's not for you anyways. You don't know how to read. You have no idea what to do. And you better have this house in order for when we come back after the holiday. So the family, the rich man and his wife and children, they traveled with their horses, traveled off the Mezhebush to spend Yom Kippur in the holy presence of the Baal Shem Tov. Meanwhile, this boy had the house all for himself. It was quiet. And he just cried. And he said, I don't want to be here. I want to be with the Jewish people. I want to be in shul. I want to daven. But he had work to do. So he quickly cleaned the kitchen, cleaned the stables, fed the animals, and sat down to cry. And then he said, you know what? I'm going. I've had enough. I'm going to shul. And he had no idea how far away it was, but he knew he had to start walking. And he walked through the night. He walked through the woods. He walked for many, many, many hours. Morning came and he was still walking through the woods. Eventually, he got to the city. He entered Mezhebush, walked through the muddy streets looking for a shul. He heard singing from the distance. He followed the sound. And sure enough, he was standing in front of the wooden shul of the Baal Shem Tov. He walks in, and at that moment, they started the Amidah. Everybody was silent. They were swaying. They were reading from books. He didn't know how to read. He didn't know what to say. So he turned to God, and he said, he turned up to his hands to heaven, and he said, Hashem, please, I don't know what I can offer you. I can't offer you these prayers. They must be so beautiful, but I don't know how to read. I don't know what to say, but I'll tell you, I'm really, really good at doing animal sounds. And I'm going to offer you these beautiful sounds. And the boy started with the cow. And he went on the top of his lungs, beautiful uh, impersonation of a cow. And he goes, moo, moo, moo. And everybody in the shul is like, what's this commotion? Why is somebody interrupting the, the uh, Shimon Asri? We're supposed to be quiet now. And the boy continued and said, bah, bah, bah. And he calls out, God, I hope you're enjoying this. I can also do horses. Nay, nay. And chickens and roosters. And in the front of the shul, the rich man, his stepfather, turns around and sees his slave son making all this noise. 
And he screams, get him out of here. He doesn't belong in here. And people start, start saying, yes, he's interrupting the service. Maybe we should be getting him out. And then the Boshemtov turns around and he smiles and says, no, 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 no. This boy, let him keep going. We need him here. And he says, I've been trying to break down the gates of heaven to have our prayers answered. And I had no luck, no success, because our prayers weren't being heard. But when this boy, his prayer came from the depths of his heart, Hashem answered his, our prayers. This boy is special. His tefillah is the most special thing for Hashem. Now this story of the Baal Shem Tov is very similar to a story written in Sefer Hasidim uh, from Rabbi Huda Hasid, written about close to a thousand years ago. It tells this tale of this shepherd who, um, who every day he would say, turn to God and say, God, I don't know how to pray. I don't know what to say. So please, if you ever need somebody to be the shepherd for your sheep, I'll be there for you. I'll be happy to watch your sheep. And one day this Chacham, this wise man, this Torah scholar is passing and he hears this prayer and he says, it's not okay. This prayer is not appropriate. And he tells him, please don't pray like this. That's not what God wants to hear. You have to open up a sitter. And he shows him in the sitter how to daven. And the man feels terrible. And he says, okay, I can't read anyway, so I'm going to stop praying. I'm going to stop offering to watch God's sheep. And the Chacham continues on his way. And there's this great storm. And he realizes that his life's going to come to an end in the storm. He can't find shelter. And he hears a voice saying, Go back and undo what you did. Hashem loves the prayer of this simple man, the prayer that comes from the heart. So, thankfully, we know how to read, and we have the Siddur. But tefillah is a time to connect, to, um, to open up our hearts, and say the words that we're feeling, and connect deeply. I was once a chaplain in a prison, in uh, California. So I traveled to Pelican Bay, which is the most northern part of California. It was about a nine-hour drive from Sacramento. And I came to the prison asking if there's any Jewish people who would like to uh, pray with the rabbi. And um, they said, oh yeah, there is. There's a guy, he's been in the hole, which means he was in solitary confinement, locked up. He wasn't allowed to see anybody for several months because of crimes he's done in jail and they said they'll take him out to be able to meet with the rabbi and i'm like okay great so they brought him out there was a tremendous amount of security and he brought with him his arts girl sitter and he showed me that he doesn't really know what to say so he reads the whole book from beginning to end so i started saying um telling him that if you don't want to say all of it um you could say you know shema if you, if you don't have enough time, then just say Shema, Shemona Esrei. And the guards started laughing. And I'm like, what are you laughing about? And they're like, this guy has more time than anybody else in the world. Don't stop him from saying what he wants. If he, he wants to read the whole book, let him. And I remember these stories of the Baal Shem Tov, that if, um, you know, if the prayer comes from the heart, Rahman Ali Baboi, Bai, he wants us to, God, God loves the prayer, even if it's not in the right time or if it's not the right amount, or, the, or the, not the right prayer. If it comes, if it's real, if it's sincere, then um, 
then it's a special prayer.